and welcome to the Ski Racing Podcast with me, Ed Drake. Ben and Marcel are back in the hot seats for yet more reflection on weekend of World Cup racing. The women were in action whilst the men took a weekend off getting ready for China. But it was a uh, pretty decent set of races in Garmisch. The weather sort of played ball. Right, boys, how are you? And are we ready for Garmisch? Yes. Good. Nailed it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Garmisch is a fun one. Um, I know it was a bit of a weird weekend with a lot of people making decisions about whether they would or wouldn't race and, and, and stuff like that. But Garmisch is always fun because the track's quite, it, it's quite gnarly. It wasn't at its hardest. Um, obviously, the, the snow wasn't wasn't brilliant. It's, it looked quite warm there. And yeah. obviously, the wind was, was pretty hectic as well. But it always looks like a fun race to do. I think, Ed, you said it was quite scary when, when you did. I think you said you did your open cuts there. Um, yeah, no, I did. I did. Um, I did the world champs there and ruptured my ankle. <laughs> my, my favorite story when Vodin Miller was in the finish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was that garbage. Okay. Yeah, that was garbage. Where he's telling me how hard it was, and I and I was uh, then left freaking out the fact that the best guy in the world had said how hard got, it was. And I got another hour out. in the cafe before my go. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually good that he said that. Like, it, it must make you feel really good because you might thought you are like some competition for him. But I'm oh, he's psyching me out. It's exactly what he was doing. Yeah, he he was he realized I was the threat that I was. <laughs> what a compliment that is. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Uh, but on the women's side, on the downhill, it was uh, it was uh, Suter that was back on top with Yasmin Fleury in second, and Connie Hooter back on a podium after a long time absent with plenty of knee injuries. And Kira Vidal for the Germans missed a golden opportunity to take her first ever World Cup win on home snow. Um, Suter really looked like she dominated that, didn't she? Yeah, she, it's, it's hard to tell when there's no uh, Godier and Gupe how fast Suter's going, because you've seen the races where those two can take a best part of a second out of Suta as well but she looked on that on that track she looked the most comfortable and the least concerned that there might be an Olympic Games in a week's time yeah like when it got to the difficult section she just skied exactly the same as normal where you could see with some of the other racers when they made a mistake they backed right off and sometimes that's almost the worst thing you can do if you're not committing to what you're doing but there is a lot of tentative skiing going on and, and Suta's kind of she's been there and done it all enough times now that she just skied her normal her normal way and looked really composed through it all um like you said I didn't think Garmisch looked at, at its absolute toughest no but I think the conditions were, were putting people off a bit they weren't quite sure kind of how hard to stand yeah. on that outside ski with a bit of like a lot of salt going down and, and the usual yes. It's a shame because Garmisch is a, it is a gnarly racetrack, but it's um it's got that you know steep out the start gate on the on the ladies side, steep out the start gate, then it's sort of flat and rolly, and it sort of does that for twenty odd seconds, and then it actually gets quite steep and pretty gnarly when it's hard. But it's just it it wasn't that hard. But Garmisch is one of those where because of how low it is and how warm it gets, it's it's not at its most impressive that often i feel like i don't know marcel did you ever race there um yeah a couple of times i did the gs there which is like so steep because they go down on the men's track yeah i can't remember what it's called it's called ice the ball. ice hang the ice, ice hang yeah. yeah it's brutal i mean the girls go the other way around but i do i do genuinely think it's like a, it's a good race for the for the woman um mm. it's like a classic race for them and i 
I do tend to like it when they ski there because I think it kind of shows a lot of skills. Like you have to glide on the top and then you have to kind of be very technical at the bottom. And let's not forget like Suter two years ago was absolutely dominating the World Cup in, in downhill and, and GS. So I yeah. so she might be back at her best. Um, who knows? And I mean, obviously, gotcha. Uh, she's better than everyone else at the moment. Well, she was. Until, she was until she took herself out so <laughs> you're not there no one cares right exactly and and actually i think most of the main players were there in the downhill weren't they apart from uh, goot obviously and godja for obvious reasons but then everybody else was there weren't they for da- for the downhill so it was wasn't like she won because you know nobody else was in the race she absolutely dominated it and looks and looks really good going into the olympics i mean no you go ahead <laughs> sorry I did. The only I was just going to say the only other person that was missing was was Schifrin, and she's not done a ton of, yeah. of speed this year either. So it's not like we were expecting her to be there. Um, but you're, you're right, Ed. The vast majority of, of of people we expect to be there were. It's just with the injuries uh, going around at the moment, it's it's tough to know quite uh, where people stand. But yeah, I think watching Huta make her comeback was 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 pretty impressive that's been quite a long journey back for her uh, to get on the podium so that was that was really impressive um but I did feel a bit for for Vidal I can't remember where it was she made made the mistake but she looked like she was right on it and then and then made one of those wobbles and she just couldn't get the time back yeah she lost quite a bit at the top actually I think she um I don't I thought it was maybe down to her skis because she was going the speed gun was low and she didn't do the gliding turns except very well i don't think uh, i mean I, she, I mean i sorry she didn't make any major mistakes in the gliding turns just she just wasn't quick and then she started to bring the fight a little bit lower down but yeah she was so gutted i think it was such a good opportunity missed but um it's pretty cool for connie hooter hey marcel do you know do you, do you know her very well i'm not very well but obviously she's had so many injuries and like she was very good a couple of years back and now she's hopefully coming back and it was like it's a, as you said, it's a tough, a tough one if you are injured on a constant base for a couple of years, really. Mm. Coming back from that is is good. And hey, I mean, just before the Olympics as well, there is no better time to get into form than before the Olympics. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, um, the Austrians had a good day out, did they? Like eight in the top twenty or something. Their their, their speed team's kind of picking it picking it up this year. And you think mm. they still got Schmidhofer coming back from injury who can win World Cups as well. Like They've got a lot of depth now in that squad, right? I'm gutted because I literally put two Austrians down for the win. (laughs) And just the wrong one. Fuck. I was I was quite I was quite pleased actually to be fair myself. You started to get away from me. Gutted. (laughs) But um But yeah, they they are I mean the Austrians, they love we're gonna come to that. But the next race, the Super G, I think it was the best race in like I don't know, maybe like thirty years or something, result-wise, which is which is pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's move on. Let's move on to that. So, on the second day was the Super G, slightly warmer conditions, um, but nonetheless, some quality racing. Brignoni ended up taking the win, but she was tied this time with uh, Connie Hooter, who started quite a bit later, actually. So had certainly dealt with some worse conditions on her way to tying with Brunoni for the win with uh, Tamara Tipler in third and 100th behind her was her teammate Puckner, um, who was fourth. Real, real shame, 100th and off the podium. Well. Yeah, and fifth. Yeah, so four out of the top five were Austrians. It was 
pretty impressive. Good for them. I wonder actually, I haven't I haven't really synchronized that, but who is not going to the Olympic from them or are they all going? Maybe I need to check that. Because can you imagine having like such a good result just before the Olympics and then not being able to go? Yeah, I mean I thought surely uh, yeah, got you have a look while we're um while we're chit-chatting. I'll cram through the stats here. But you've got four you got four you're allowed to start four races, aren't you? So, so maybe, but yeah, it's pretty brutal in the super G if you've just come off the back of a world cup podium and then, uh, not get, get the start. Cause you've um, done it too late. That's that would absolutely suck. Yeah. I did feel bad later for, for Puckner's being just that hundredth or two hundredths off it being a joint first, joint third, uh, situation. I don't know what fist would have done. I don't know if they got enough medals and, Bits of uh, uh, rock yeah, with pri- a K on them prize to dish it out. out. Prize <laughs> it out of the Swiss. How does it work with fingers. the prize money? Having never come joint first in a World Cup race, Marcel, <laughs> I'm not entirely sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Pri- prize money never re- was something I re- ever really worried about. When I, was <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think you're the person closest to this out of the three of us, Marcel. <laughs> I did. I did worry of that about sometimes. Um, but I've never came joined in any races, so I don't know. That that would be interesting. Maybe we can figure it out. Yeah, you never know. I don't know. They must. They they must just have to. They must just have to. Um, uh, I don't know. Go with it. You might. You know. They've got to. Surely. The well, total. Can you imagine two first ones in Kidsville? That would be quite expensive for them. Yeah, there's probably insurance. There's probably insurance for that stuff. Oh yeah. Maybe lights of something. Marcel, are you, any, are you any closer to solving your own question, to answering your own question? I am. I'm slightly struggling here with my phone. I've I've got the I've got the well I've got the Wikipedia page for the women's team. Go on, All right. Um, Hooter on it. Yeah. Hooter's on there. Yeah. Hooter, Puckner, Tipler, Siebenhofer, Christine Shire, and Ariana Redler. I'd say right. are the speed ones in there. Nadine How they on it. No, no fest. Uh, and then we'll, we can go on to the tech ones later. But that looks like how they'll split those through because that's, that's like, is that five I read out? Uh, yes, that's pretty. It's um, a sort that results probably given them a bit more of a headache in terms of who to choose because obviously they're still only allowed to start four. I was going to say, have all of those podium this year as well? That's pretty impressive as well, well. To be honest, like the the cutoff for the for the selection was on Sunday, so the Sunday before, so that race wouldn't have counted anyway. Just no, but you wouldn't want to discount Connie Hooter, would you, on that form? Like, I mean, it's a brave, it's a brave person that would decide not to put her in. No, but she, I think she's obviously made good enough results beforehand. I mean, she, well, she came eighth, twelfth, sixteenth, fourth in um, Lake Lewis, so she would have easily made it anyway. Yeah, but it, it, of those five names that Ben read out, you're still only allowed to start four of them. So, yeah, that's so, true. Somebody's going to miss out. It might mix and match between Super G and downhill. That'd be. Uh, did you did you realise that no attack? Did you hear the stat? No Italians ever won the Super G Globe for the women. Yes, I think. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. We are talking about the Super G now. So yeah, um, get on to the the next race. Um, yeah, I missed, <laughs> missed that. Missed the change. I was looking up Austria teams. Um, but yeah, I remember uh, Nick saying that on on uh, on Sunday and being like, oh. But then trying to think of who it might have been. 
I I couldn't work out either. I was, I was a bit annoyed at Brignoni actually because I think I picked her twice in Super G in the last like three weeks when she'd not got on the podium at all, uh, <laughs> and then I didn't pick her, <laughs> and she yeah, and she wins. I was a bit annoyed. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's awesome. It, it's great to see that after that overall season, she looked a bit lost in terms of what she should be doing yeah. in terms of what her focus was because yeah. she'd always been that kind of like GS Super G yeah. could do slalom could do downhill but that I think that overall win was kind of such a surprise to her with Schifrin kind of leaving mid-season that it almost then confused her as to what she was trying to do the next couple of seasons so it's good yeah. that she's kind of you know she's still skiing in most events but she looks like she's really enjoying it all the time like she's so happy in the finish obviously you're happy when you win but she like even when she comes like second or third she's like screaming in the finish and looks really happy and I, I, I enjoy that when you see that kind of joy even if you're not necessarily winning. But do you think that's down to the fact that yeah she won the overall a couple of seasons ago and then struggled last year obviously to back that up and then do you think that's do you think she's now sort of I don't know, got over the sort of trying to repeat that because obviously she didn't and that pressure of of being so dominant in that season then now then really struggled to try and repeat that form in the next year. And now she's like picking up good results, maybe not the consistency she did when she took the, the overall, but now maybe she's just able to enjoy the races again because that pressure of the, or expectation probably isn't there. But it's a tough one, isn't it? I mean, you can see it with Pintro as well. He's not picking up the results he usually picks up after winning the overall globe. And I would say besides, like, maybe Schifrin on Hirscher and whatever, a lot of people kind of falling into a bit of a hole after winning the overall. So you barely get, like, people winning it on a constant base. Yeah. I think it, yeah, it puts their achievements in a new light when you see other people, like, we just presumed... Pantre would would kind of walk away with the overall for a few years because he just had enough disciplines covered and was always picking up points and podiums yeah. everywhere. He just presumed you would. I think that just makes Schifrin and Hersher look even greater. The fact that they can do it year in year out. Yeah. Um. You know, eight in a row for Hersher was just out of this world. Um. You know, you can see why he struggled for motivation after a while. Uh, it's a Tom Brady of ski racing for our um, American fans here. <laughs> Good ref, good, good cross sport reference there, Marcel. I like it, very good, very good. <laughs> I thought it might be your tennis reference, but you've uh, you, you know, you'll save that. Oh, one that might that might come later. Hey, I never know. At the Olympics, I'm sure there will be a a reference for that as well because there will be some surprises and upsets. Yeah, then sure. I can bring Nadal into play. Okay, okay, comebacks, Nadal. Okay, good. Um, before before we get on to the Olympics, I just did you guys see the news about the Chavinia slash Zermatt downhill? No. Yes. Yes. That's because you. I didn't. You can tell me. It's because you only pay attention to the seventy turns and two runs. You know, we're talking about the <laughs> real sport here: downhill. Real men do downhill. Yeah, I've heard it's, it's going to be pretty boring, but it's not. Really yeah, it's, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's real as you want, but it's boring as hell. Um. <laughs> uh, no, no. So um, I've just got a bit of a, a thing about here. Zermatt Chavinia downhill course has been um, designed by Didio DeFargo, 2010 Olympic champion. It will have a potential vertical drop of almost 1.1 kilometers. Um, I thought you were saying that they just snuck a new downhill in this year, as opposed to they've got one ready to go for future seasons. 
Well, yeah, it's coming. Okay, it's coming. Oh, that, 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 that could be exciting then, if, if it's a good. Yeah, new one. Yeah, and because it's on the glacier, so the key features are the start altitude of three proposed at the moment is three seven, three thousand seven hundred meters. Start. Get your, get, get your oxygen ready. It's it like they want to get rid of people in the first race of the season already. Yeah, but apparently it may that they're looking at maybe extending it in twenty twenty three to 3,900 meters. Um, the height of the glacier means it can be run much earlier in the year. So fears are learning from the success of the high altitude Solden races early in October, the two men's downhill races and two women's downhill ski races in October and November of this year. Um, I mean, have they seen how many times solden has been canceled? <laughs> it does matter. <laughs> Do you think they've forgotten the, about that? I've seen from the success of Solden. I was like, when you're going through the pitch, you're like, oh, no one won it three years in a row. Oh, it's because they didn't hold the race because it was just <laughs> windy. Um, you definitely don't want, yeah. And also with downhill as well, you definitely don't want to be running downhills in the kind of wind uh, that they get in Solden. Obviously, it's a completely different resort, but the that, worst I mean, time of the year on the glacier as well, in like. October, end of October. Oh, yeah, it's, all, it's always turbulent. Glaci I mean, glacier skiing in the summer is, is better than glacier skiing put a bet down. How much, what, are the, what are the chances, what are the odds of it actually happening? I give it like a, a 10 to 1 odd that both of them happen. Oh, what, in terms of because of the weather, not yeah. because of his? Well, I mean, I guess it's set, right? So it's going to be yeah. in the calendar next year, so it will yeah. be happening. But will it actually then be ending up happening? That's the question. Well... Let's hope so, because that doesn't you think that sounds pretty mega, doesn't it? Like it, it does. It does sound. It does sound cool. Pretty I'd be. freezing cold as well. Like who wants to go up there when it's like cold in November and like snowy and windy? Like none of them will. Said by down, a true Austrian down. World Cup ski racer. <laughs> England's making you've been soft so you've been, yeah, too soft. All these beach holidays, mate. You having a laugh? I can barely go out of the house nowadays. Like it's too cold here as well. They couldn't <laughs> It wouldn't survive the ski race in the UK, that's for sure. <laughs> um, no, I'd be really excited. That. And obviously, you know, we want to make sure the races are as exciting and competitive as possible. So, yes, we know Vengen and Kitzbühel and Bormio have all of the ingredients you need. But, yeah, it, it would be good to see some other races in there and, and see how they fare. And, you know, you always want more downhills, Ed. So, you know, it's good to throw another one in there. Sticking so up, yeah. They don't race enough, do they? I do. I do have a, a good fact <laughs> for you both. Actually, talking about this race, it's going to be the first World Cup race that has been that's held in two different nations. Well, starts in one and finishes in another. It starts in Switzerland and finishes in Italy. Did you know that? That's a fact, mate. I mean, I like the fact. I like the fact. <laughs> also, the I'm now thinking said, if there's another one. Also, the fish said they are doing it because they want to avoid people going to, um, and they want to reduce their carbon footprint. That's it. Yeah, but the yeah, but the North Americans still have to fly over. Yeah, but it's less less people. Well, they, I don't know what, why they said that, but they probably want like a permanent training course in in Europe, so that people don't have to go to America and then come back and forth and whatever. Yeah, maybe. I, I, I guess... Um, but I've heard some criticism about it already. Just, I just keep going for one more minute. All right, so go on then. Paris is not happy about it. Why is that? I think he said it's not going to be nice there. Uh, I can't remember <laughs> what the exact reason was. Secondly, people are very worried now that the Swiss ski team will be able to train thousands of times there and everyone else won't be. 
that is that is what I was about to say. I just think that that as if as if the uh, Swiss don't have it good enough being able to train better than anybody else on the glaciers that we have in Europe because the two best ones are Swiss. So all of a sudden you're like, oh, well, that gives them a helping hand. The, I bet the Austrians are loving the fact that that's happening. Uh, surely, the, uh, surely the Italians will get a crack at it as well. Only the bottom, only the finish yeah, line. Only, only the bottom half. Yeah, they'll just be like, no, you're not allowed to ski this bit, it's ours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they'll just set a load of booby traps in there, just try and knock a few off before the World Cup starts. This is where we keep our rocks, guys. Why are you so mad? <laughs> oh, we just moved them there. I'm really sorry. Did you not know? But yeah, no, I, I mean... have to send, send you out to test it, Ed. You can be our test pilot, our official ski racing podcast test pilot for the uh, new downhill tracks. Make it on a day. Emma, a skier down there, mate. Why don't Why don't you do that? Actually, that would be a good job for you. What camera run guy? No camera run guy. I I did a, I did a ski cross camera run for the uh, for Ski Sunday years ago. And you hurt yourself. Uh, no, I nearly did though. To be fair, uh, <laughs> <laughs> nailed <when> I, myself. Because <laughs> when you and I used to race ski cross, it was at World Champs, and um, I'd missed, I'd missed quality, I'd missed qualification. So, cause only top 32 get to run. And I think I was like 36, like a few tenths off. Um, and so I didn't, so I wasn't doing it. So then Ski Sunday asked if I would do a camera run. So I was like, oh yeah, okay. And, um, but what, what's actually quite hard about doing it for ski cross is that, you know, obviously all those features at the start, which are all the technical bits where you have like little jumps, you're supposed to, you know, make, just make over the top. and. It's not like alpine skiing where you can push out the gate and it doesn't matter if you're going half speed. Ski cross jumps are designed to go at full speed. So I'm pushing out the start with one gate, with sorry, with one pole. And so, I, and so I'm holding on to the camera in one hand, the start pulling sort of barrier with the other. And I had to get somebody behind me to give me a push so that I could try and get the same momentum. <laughs> and I was talking on the way down. So I managed to make do the first bit. Then I was talking on the way down and I forgot where I was in the course. <laughs> and you had, to, you had to do a really big press on this kicker. And I'd forgotten that I was at this kicker because I was too busy talking. And I flew so far that I landed on the flats, like ends up sort of like, like my back, on the ground and sort of like managed to get straight back up. But because of the impact, I'd killed the GoPro. So the GoPro had like sort of gone to sleep and then it just cuts in about five seconds later with it sort of waking back up. And uh, yeah, so. All in all, it was a successful, a successful run. Well, I did, I didn't die and they got pictures and they got a bit of. You have, you have the footage of that. I'd love to see that. I have actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's what's it worth? So, so I'll, I think, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll give you next time at the pub. Don't <laughs> so we've we've established that we might kill Ed if we send him to do this downhill. Basically, it's what we've just established with the camera, mate. I would love to see it. But do you know what? Do you know the, some of the tricks of the trade I've heard from uh, it, the inside source into into when you're doing downhill camera training runs of how you make it look more gnarly. Which shake when, the camera loads which when you're tucking towards a jump obviously you got your hands you, you guys at home will have to imagine this so you got your hands out in front of you in a tuck position holding the camera and then when you get to a jump you obviously take off a little bit because you, but you're only a little bit because you're going slowly but then you raise the hand in the air really high <laughs> of the, <laughs> the camera that's the hand that's holding the camera and it looks like you've gone even further so hey, who's doing that? That's ridiculous. <laughs> you wait until you see Pugner or Graham Bell doing the camera runs next time. 
You'll see. You'll see. Is Graham Bell doing the camera runs? He does for Ski Sunday. Oh, really? How quick? Really quick. Ask him. He'll tell you. I'll ask him next time. He'll tell you he's fast as the day he hung up his boots. <laughs> um, but anyway, let's let's get to let's get to the uh, Olympic Games, shall we? As they are now round the corner, the first training run will, by the time you guys listen to this, will have happened already. Uh, and so it is going to be You're so slow with actually putting it all together and edited it. It's because I have to edit so much crap from you two. <laughs> I was, was going to say it's because it's happening at four in the morning. Um, I was about to okay. swear, but or then three I in the morning. Create more editing. Um, yeah, so it's, it's on early, early doors. But the track looks um, it looks pretty good. Though it looks quite narrow, looks quite fast. Um, as long as it isn't too windy, it should be pretty good. Have you guys seen any of the footage? I've mostly been judging the uh, you're, you're clothing. <laughs> yeah, we were I've, turned about this today. I've turned into fashion correspondent and oh, getting really annoyed at it's all of the, uh, of, the, of the team kits that don't look right. A new string to his bow. Weatherman. <laughs> yeah. Marcel keeps muscling in on the stats, so I'm just having to come up with new things. <laughs> things yeah, entirely I, subjective. I do not want to take your job away. I do not want to take your job away. There's no stats from me anymore. No, we, we, we were talking about it earlier, Ben, weren't we? I've no idea what the Swiss have basically decided to wear hazmat suits. For their- yeah. yeah. You've got to go with the trend, mate. you got to go with the trend. <laughs> it's like the least Swiss thing possible is like an all-white or slightly off-white suit. It just it just looks wrong. Suit. I was just like, it's, it's not Swiss. They look like they're the people who should be doing the COVID testing in the resort, not the people racing in the Olympics. But we haven't got down to the cat suit bit yet, so we'll get a first peek of, the, of everyone's kind of... Uh, Olympic cat suits tomorrow. Do you, do you guys remember the Swiss suits when they had like um, cheese? The cheese, yeah, cheese. That was best, amazing. I think that ever. would be. Between chocolate but... suits, I think that would be. Pretty <laughs> Everyone should have to wear a suit with their national dish. We'll go down there and roast beef. We'll have a, a <laughs> we'll have a roast dinner cat suit. What are you saying, Marcel? Well, the Austrian, they some kind of some kind of schnitzel. Well, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine everyone would have to spray the helmet as well? Like that would look so funny. <laughs> what else? Who 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 else are we missing? I'm I'm staying clear of this uh, massive stereotype of, 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 of nations. <laughs> maybe, of nations ed- maybe, and maybe edit that out. Actually, that sounds a bit awful. <laughs> uh, nope. nope. <laughs> Should we talk about the racing? What's your reckon? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, we're getting a bit sidetracked tonight, aren't we? Um, yeah. My bad, my bad. That's me talking about fashion. Um, but no, the hill, the hill, like you said, it looks quite narrow in places. But isn't the isn't there's the, there a bit of a concern about the weather for the next few days? Yes, windy. Uh, um, um, yeah, um, and it does look very exposed there. Um, it doesn't look like there's a huge amount of uh, shelter from from the trees. Granted, all, all the pictures the athletes are putting up are from the top of the mountain, so there's never going to be a huge amount of trees. But it does look like it's quite exposed on the on the hill where they are. But yeah. I'm excited. I mean, this is kind of new territory for everyone with the, all the test events being cancelled. These, these training runs are going to be quite interesting, you know, for, especially for if you think of the likes of Foytz, who pretty much knows every downhill in the world because he skied them all 40 times. This might actually be training runs where he needs to see what it's like at full speed because he has no idea what's going to happen on the way down. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of guys pushing in training because normally, you're right, Ben, normally downhill training runs are uh, walking the park for most with a few with a few sections more aggressive but i think this one they're going to have to push right from the get go do you think we will see 
Well, Ben, you sort of half alluded to it. Do you think we're going to see the same our faces? We're not going to do a predictions league, basically, because um, I haven't got time to do it because I'm working. It's such a, such a busy media mogul. Bad excuse, mate. Well, you t- you two can take up the mantle if you want. You can create your say- own. You can create your own scoring system. You know, you can moan at each other about how Ooh, much work it I'll is. Do it. <laughs> I was going to say, all right, send me over the Excel list, mate. I'll do it, a hundred percent. Oh dear. Well, I mean, looking at the start list, there's so uh, they've got fifty six on their first training run start list. So it's not exactly uh, so do exactly you think, filled so- out. So I think we'll... interestingly, starting fifty-sixth, Johannes Strokes getting ready possibly for the combined. Oh, he will that... definitely go for the combined. That's isn't that his dad won golden? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, another another funny story. His dad, <laughs> who is the, the nicest guy, like he's actually the nicest guy. He won gold and he could have won gold as well in the next Olympic Games. He was leading after the downhill and a couple of a couple of gates before the finish in the slalom, he crashed. Guess how far he was ahead? One and a half seconds. Two seconds. I think it was like three and a half seconds or something. Oh, <laughs> oh dear. Makes, makes Christofferson's one look slightly less bad. Yeah, it does. But yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting. I mean, Ed, hopefully you're more of an expert on this than us. Um, downhill at the Olympics, like when... When Maya won it, he was he was kind of out of nowhere, wasn't he? Yeah, he was definitely. Like, Ma- Ma- Matthias Maya was he was like a young guy on the on the yeah. on the Austrian team and just kind of he, burst he, through he and won it. Podium before, like it was his first podium, I think. And then the, the, yeah. Olymp- the Olympics, on, like some crazy stories. Yeah, I mean the Olympics throws throws up, always throws up some crazy results. But I'll, it's just it's gonna. I think this is gonna be even more crazy. Um, because nobody skied it already, but I don't think this year will be. I don't think there will be any surprise this year, unfortunately. Any, none at all. Maybe in like the woman ski jumping or whatever, but not in ski so, races. Just like just Debbie Downer over here. Jesus. <laughs> all right. See you later. <laughs> just go to bed. Shall we? <laughs> and, and <laughs> Basically, everyone we pick every week will probably win all the medals. Uh, see you in no, two you weeks. know why I'm <laughs> saying women ski, ski jumping because the Austrian girl who is like winning everything, she's got COVID, so she can't go. There are so many COVID cases already. I'm not sure if you guys have seen that, but it's actually mental. Marcel, so this is the you... ski racing podcast. What? No, but it's are like you, it's, have you taken about, something tonight? We talk what? about the Olympics. <laughs> like, it's there are lots of COVID cases. <laughs> I did. I did see that the uh, favourite in the women's ski jumping did have COVID. Uh, but we were in the middle of talking about men's downhill. We were in the middle of talking about men's downhill. Martin Sharter, he he got down. He's a downhiller, and he got COVID, and he's not going. Is he not? There we go. Relevant. There we go. We're back on page. He actually had a good season. I mean, last year's win was a bit like, yeah, on the lucky side. But this year he was like getting really. He's getting. He was getting, getting close, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, he's got it. Ed, how about this for the uh, Olympic fairy tale story? We say really? get Johan Clary. Gold. Just like full on old man special. Marcel's pulling outrageous faces. He wants none of it. No, He's no, like, no. How dare if you say wins, someone other if, than a, other than an Austrian win? If he wins, I would recommend to immediately retire. Career. Retire. Yeah. Just boom, I'm gone. The last the last like th- the last three weeks of his career would have been like uh yeah, this is my job done. Could be. I mean, 
that'd be pretty awesome. Never won a World Cup. Olympic Games win. I'm out. Goodbye. Do you think he will be one of the oldest Olympic winners ever? Like, Must across be. disciplines. In alpine skiing, yeah, probably. On alpine skiing, probably. How old was Cuse? He was pretty old, wasn't he? Or Armot. Who was it? Uh, it was Armot, wasn't he? He was pretty old, wasn't he? When he was still winning medals. Not that old, because he's... What, um, no. um, Johan Claro is 41. It's mental. Yeah. I mean, I don't... Those two looked a bit old. I don't think that I don't think anybody's I don't think anybody's done that in Alpine. We'll have to check it Usually, out. Like realistically, you're not getting selected anymore when you're 41. <laughs> like no. most people are not skiing. Right, boys. Yeah. Who, who do you think's who do you think's gonna win? Just just for just for value, just for just for a bit of chat. Who's gonna win? Ed White. Yeah, go on then. No, you go first. All right. Odomat's going to win. <laughs> because nobody skied here before. And who is the guy that's just throwing caution to win every single time? And he's just going to... You know that he's going to chuck the kitchen sink at it with no no regard for safety or health or looking ahead to the GS or anything. I think he's. I think he could easily do it. I mean, he can. He's like this year. He's been hilarious. Um, so I'll be like very interested to see. But yeah, I don't. I don't know how. I mean, obviously he's going to be going hard, but he's got to be have his sights fully set on. I don't think he's. Do, I don't think he's got GS. that. I don't think he's got that in his head. I don't think. I don't think that's in his. In his skin. Are the conditions right for him? That's the question. They're. I, they're hard. And it's grippy. It's hero snow. It's perfect conditions for pretty much everybody, unless you're, I don't know, maybe Paris, somebody that's a bit more of a power hand. Well, it's nothing for Inhofer then. No. So, uh, hey, anyway, right. Agree, not agree? Who, who are you in for? We're here for a good time, not a long time. Well, we usually we are for both. Really. <laughs> <laughs> I spend more time with you on the, on the podcast than I spend with my girlfriend, realistically, here. And, and she thanks us every week. <laughs> yeah, she, she does. <laughs> like, can you please do more than one a week? Marcel, you have it. You have a go. I have okay. it. All right. Um, I say be at Foyts because it looks like the conditions are. They look the snow looks quite aggressive, hard but aggressive, and he's like, he has to touch. He does have to touch, and he. Yeah. I think he's missing a gold medal, isn't he? Or has he got one? Yeah, I don't think he's got a gold medal. Anyway, guys, Ben. Guys, come on. We need to get some more stats on the pod. Yeah, stat man, let's go. He's, he's furiously <laughs> typing away. I mean, I hope he's typing. I can't see his hands, but he's, <laughs> he's furiously. Oh, he, he actually won two golds already. <laughs> just just, just okay. leading back now. He's at a, a, a third in downhill and second in Super G, both in uh, Pyeongchang. See, gold missing. Boom. Going to get it. Ben, what are you saying? Uh, I'm, I don't know, K- Kilda maybe. He's a, he's on a bit of a hot run of form. Um, it's it's so hard to tell. I'm, I'm going to keep my eye on these next uh, training runs the next couple of days and see what happens. But yeah, like you said, we're not really going too far away from the your standard favourites. Edge are probably the most kind of out there with Odomat for a downhill. Yeah, I mean that he's not won one. I know it'd be a bit odd going straight in for Olympic gold, but strange things happened. I just think I just think he's gonna he's just gonna throw caution to the wind and and something so fresh slated. I mean, look how well he's done on the 
you know, when he's barely skied any of the downhill World Cups and he's picking up podiums left, right and centre, I kind of feel like if somebody's going to get to grips with this track early, it could easily be that guy. Yeah. It's the speed he's got right now and the, the aggressiveness and the lines he's taken and gets away with. I say gets away with, there's no luck involved. It's entirely his ability. Yeah. But I ju- yeah, it just, it just feels, it just feels like he's unstoppable right now. So I wouldn't put it past him, but there are some people that are just have flat out speed. Yeah. That he hasn't quite got yet. That's probably fair. Um, on, let's let we'll keep going, shall we? Unless you guys got anything to add for the downhill, men's. No, no, no. Just get women, going. Let's do women, it. women's downhill. Do you think Godjia is going to be back in time? And if not, who do you think is going to take it? Ben, you you first. I, I think she's going to do it, even if she's not able to, because she's Godjia. Um, like seeing some of her like social media stuff of her in the gym working out it looks like she's not holding back um it will be insane if she is fit enough to race but i just i don't even want to know what like the x-rays and mris and bits and pieces are saying about all of her all of her joints right now um if if she's there I, i don't know if she can win if she's compromised like it must be so difficult but if if it's not going to be her obviously suitors coming off the back of her of, of a win you're never quite sure with like she always has the speed but again I'm not I don't know if I, I don't know if I trust her at, but if she's not in the right frame of mind but uh, yeah I'd, I'd probably say Suter Marcel and if, do you di- is your opinion any different no actually not I'm, I'm my mind is on Suter as well yeah I kind of I, I kind of think the same I think God she is going to She'll be there, but whether she's strong enough, whether she's able to to ski her best. Hey, it's all about I'm competing at the Olympics, right? Yeah. So if she gets there, I mean, I like your I like your Goop Barami chat, but I'm not sure if uh, she's she sort of seems to have gone a bit wayward, hasn't she? The last few races, I'm not sure where if she's if which of which which of Lara Goop Barami is going to turn up, but it's going to be difficult. It's going to be oh, so tight. I was going to say, you're not going one of your army of Austrians that are rolling up to this. All podiums left, right and centre. Or there are so many you don't know which one to pick because they've all picked up podiums. I don't know. I just feel like Corinne Suter, she she was there already. She's won a, a medal. She knows how to compete at those events. I, I don't know. Like It's tricky, but I... I do stick with her, actually. I think the Austrians might get a medal, but I don't think they will win the gold in downhill. Okay. Men's Super G. Marcel, go. It's so tricky with the men's down. Men's speed discipline is so tricky. But I'll go. I'll think Audemars will win that, actually. That is the, that is the discipline that, obviously, I suggest that is his discipline. Uh, I'm. I think. I think that one might be Kilda's. I think Kilda might have that one. I think his his because te- he's he's good technically at GS, but we don't see him racing. We certainly haven't seen him racing GS this year. Um, I think he's got the technical stuff, and I think his power will just he'll be able to monster those turns. And I think he's got it. Ben, I'm not. You're going to side with one of us, or are you going to pick your own guy? What are you, what are you thinking? No, no, I'm just I'm going rogue. Um, I'm, I'm going to do a, a, an Ed and just pick a country and just be like Austria. 
<laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to decide between Creekmire and Meyer. Um, I'm so used to picking something different to whatever you guys have just said. I think so I'm I on think they're too inconsistent. To pick I don't know. Different. I think it's. I think it's. Dang, they're, they're not that consistent, are they? I mean, Meyer's consistently fourth, actually. To be fair, but I, I was going to say that that's Meyer for the last. Obviously, you can only really talk about right now in terms of consistency in the last like this season. But the last few years, you'd have said he's probably one of the most consistent guys. Him like Foyt's and downhill, but Meyer in across all speed events, he's always there or thereabouts. But this year just hasn't quite clicked for him yet. But I don't know whether he's just I don't know holding holding back for the Olympics. Um, and Creek Meyer just you know just rolls up and wins races. Um, so um, I'm. And an Austrian. There you go. That's my pick. Lovely. How's that fence? How's that fence feel on your backside? <laughs> I mean, I'm taking your lead. Just pick a whole country. <laughs> narrow it down. <laughs> um, okay. Right. Handy. Uh, what about the women? Brignoni. I say Brignoni. Well, I was going to say, it wouldn't surprise me if that's where we went for that Gooper Army, though. Schifrin. Schifrin. Who knows what Schifrin's racing? That's the thing. You just nobody knows. I feel like that I'm might gonna... be a game plan to keep people guessing, but I, I think that may be one of the reasons why. It's I reckon. I reckon it's a little bit James Rolski everything except for downhill, or maybe even the downhill. She'll definitely do the training runs. Oh, you reckon she'll ski the team? No way. Well, I'm, no, I'm, I'm not counting that in as like this. <laughs> Doesn't count. Marcel's views on the team event. Clear. <laughs> That's the only one that I made a medal. So. <laughs> was it and it wasn't a joint, otherwise you'd have known the answer to your own question. <laughs> it was not a joint. Um yeah, I don't know. I think Brinoni as well, coming off the back of that result, Huta could if the if you take in recent form, but I don't know. I, I think Lara Gutbarami might show up for that one. I think if there's one race that Gutbarami is gonna really battle for everything i kind of feel like she's going to be the one that's the one that she's going to that she might you know get if she doesn't win the downhill she's going to be on fire in terms of uh, her rage and then that's who's going to take it out actually no i don't know which way, i don't know, actually that's the point i don't know if that's let me bring up the calendar quickly the right way around yeah let me just what have you got the calendar open there ben when's the yeah Super G, the women's Super G is before downhills for the women, so it's Super G before downhill. So she won't, it won't matter because she won't go in that way around. <laughs> but I think that it's going to be her best chance at a medal. I'd say the Super G. I'm going I'm to get Marcel and break the novelty of, of uh, being able to uh, pick the same as people, right? We're going to make this next one really easy. Odomat's going to win the GS, surely. Ah, oh, I was going to say fella. <laughs> Shut up! Were you gonna? Were you really? <laughs> no, of course I wasn't. <laughs> um, but he has an incredible season in GS. It's like uh, it's nothing I've ever seen before from him. Marcel's turned his computer off and his chuck. <laughs> no, I'm not, not going to say what I'm usually saying because I don't want to jinx anything for this Olymp for the Olympics. Okay. Um, I think it's going to be a French guy. You know, it... no, it's not. I don't think it's a French guy. Not one of the other French guys. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink. wink. Uh, no, it's going to be, I think, hey, Feller, Feller, go for it. Surely this is Odomats to lose. This is, this is the one that is, 
this Odomat's race to lose, like, right? I suppose while he's doing in like the other disciplines, if he's if he's getting a lot of pressure, that's going to be tricky. Surely, but, yeah, but he's he's done. I want to say something. You forgot you forgot a discipline, mate. Right? Most... I'm not talking about the Alpine combined. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we'll do we'll that. Do that the, we'll do that with a team event at the end, Marcel. <laughs> uh, so, so uh, yeah. So surely it's Odomats to lose. No, no. You, you do, what do you reckon though? Because last year when he almost won the overall, he had that bit of a wobble when all of the pressure was on him, and now this is you know the next notch up is the Olympic Games is. Is the one everyone wants, and everyone is just going. He's going to win, or he must win, or, or no one can beat him. He's he dealt with a, at some point, maybe. Like, but he did. He dealt with the pressure well in Adelboden, didn't he? Leading that first run, and, and that's just first, a, a World Cup race. Yeah, though. but it's that's it's different a, to the Olympics. Yeah, but it's AGS in front of fans leading a second run when you're Swiss in Switzerland. I mean, I know it's not the Olympic ga- leading the first round of Olympic Games, but it's it's or just going into the event itself. Like so, like I said, in those last couple of races last year, he just didn't quite look as relaxed as he does all of the time. When it was just, if you win this GS, you can win the overall title. Like he he kind of stumbled a little bit right at the end of Pantero's kind of bit more experience, kind of saw him over yeah. the line. I, I I just I'm just trying to make it into like a bit more of a of a conversation rather than a dead cert, but it's it, I think it'd be in, interesting. Like if he completely like flames out, and then there will be a, hit, a a massive discussion afterwards. But right now he seems like he's got everything so under control that it doesn't. You almost think pressure doesn't exist for him. But it'd be interesting to see if it does go a bit wrong. Maybe maybe it does play. If he gets a medal beforehand, I think he will win. If he doesn't, it's going to be tricky. Oh, you think if he, if he hasn't got a medal up to that point, yeah, the pressure grows and grows because I want that you want that Olympic, yeah, uh, that, that, that Olympic jewelry. Well, especially if you're like leading the overall by about 10,000 points, so you're like you're going in as a favorite, and then this is like every four years, yeah, you're also the favorite for the super G or one of the big favorites in the downhill, like one of the favorites. If you don't make a medal in the first two races, it's going to be tricky. Because you're gonna be like, well, f- now I have like one discipline left, and I need to perform on this one. I'm gonna just wind Marcel up, and I'm I'll, I'll go Pantro then. Um, drop the curse on him, um, the Ben curse, in effect. Well, as we're not doing the predictions league, there's no curse anyway. But yeah, okay, that's fine. Then. <laughs> All right, what about the ladies' chess? I was just about to say we haven't said any Americans yet, and you'd think they they have some good chances in some of the speed events. Yeah, I think um, Co- Cochrane Siegel's got a decent shout, but it depends, doesn't it? Because it dep- he um he's not up to speed this year, like no. realistically. But you never know with the Americans; they always they always perform on the on the big stages usually. I mean, yeah, you'd have to think it might be shifting time. Like by the time we, if we've not if no one's picking up for the downhill and the and the GS and the Super G, you think come GS and slalom that's when where she's putting all of her. Say Sarah Hector, she would like deserve it so much. Can you imagine that story? Her winning the Olympics as well. I mean, it's almost as good a story as Tessa winning the Olympics, but um, hey, or Tessa. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I mean that's that's the thing. So the one, two, three at the moment is Hector Worley, Schifrin. Um, you know, obviously Vlahova and Bassino are in there and. Brignoni, if she gets it right, has, has got a massive chance. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a tough one. Eddie, what are you saying on the women's GS? We haven't made any picks yet, in case you were wondering. Uh, I 
I think I kind of feel like form is Sarah Hector's form is so ridiculously good, and she seems to be doing it all with a smile on her face. I, I, it almost feels like she <clears throat> just can't really. I don't know. She can't believe it herself. I reckon when she's skiing at the moment, when you see her come over the finish line and the way she celebrates and stuff, like she can't really believe it. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if anybody's got the measure of that consistency. Uh, it'll come down to the pressure, of, but but I think I think she'll I think she'll win it. I think she'll do it. I'm not, there's something going on with Schifrin. I'm not sure exactly what it is. We, I don't think that she's um, been at her best. I think a lot of the ladies have raised their game, and I think they've caught her up. But I think there's something there's something missing at the moment. I'm not sure if it's a mental thing or a or a or something within her setup or or something. But it's something's not right. I think. We say Marcel, GS expert. I mean, I think Hector Hector's going to win it pretty mm-hmm. decently by. 1.2 seconds. Wow. That is, <laughs> that is, that is ridiculous. That is bold. That's, um, that's too well, much. If you guys are going the same, I'm going to have two picks. Um, seeing as there are no rules anymore. Um, <laughs> I guess I'm going to say Schifrin just despite everything Ed just said. Uh, and I'm going to say Tessa because it wouldn't be a ski racing podcast without me picking Tessa for a do, do, do you think I'm, do you think I'm, not, do you think I'm wrong? No, 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 I just feel that, not that she listens to the ski racing podcast, but I feel like she probably knows that people are thinking, uh, some people are thinking along those lines. So and she's everything, just going to show everyone. Everything she's done in her career up to this point has yeah. been absolute domination I mean, on, and. On her on her day, on her day, everybody skiing at their best, Schifrin wins. But I just I'm not exactly sure if she's. I feel like she's she's having like, she's having killed around. It's probably gonna be helping. She probably hasn't seen him for a while, so I think that will be some extra motivation. Even you, Marcel, the tabloid reporter. What's going on here? If uh, he wins, can you imagine if he wins a medal beforehand, and then she will definitely win a medal. <laughs> Is that how it works? Yeah, like, <laughs> issue out your other half. The couple's pushing themselves up. All right. Okay. All right. Slalom. Men's slalom. Strolls. Probably the hardest one to try and pick. <laughs> Anyone who finishes. Yeah. <laughs> How good is Dave on uh, on hard, aggressive snow? Good. Dave loves hard, aggressive snow. That's, his, that's his jam. There we, have the, there we have the winner. That's his jam and gravy. He likes that. I mean, you just said Strolls. Are you getting two picks in this round? Because I had two picks in the last round. Yeah, Strolls and Dave. Strolls are riding because I think... You're going for the, the double underdog story. Oh, the, the Queen would be delighted if, if uh, riding brings home a medal. <laughs> I, I mean, mean, if you're, if you're talking prob- underdog I probably stories. will be as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not just the Queen. Ratzoli's got to be up there for an underdog story. Come on. I mean, if the conditions are too good, he's buggered. He, need, he needs it to be rubbish. These rubbish conditions, and he's chucking down with snow, zero visibility, yeah. soft snow, big holes. Then he's flying. Can you imagine if he repeats his Olympic win from Vancouver? That would be a story as well. I think well, that might be happening. Uh, yeah, casual 12 years later. At the age of what hole is he? Like close to 40? 63. <laughs> and a half. Um, but I mean, I, well, I mean, we haven't said the Norwegian yet, and they're one and two in the standings, Broughton and Solberg. I think I think it might be Solovags. You could you fancy Broughton for a podium? He's, he of of like you said of the slalom skiers, he's the most consistent of any of yeah. them this year. He's the only one who hasn't spent his time rolling down the side of the hill. <laughs> Crocodile roll. <laughs> uh, I think it's um yeah I don't know. So I think the men's slalom is probably the hardest one to choose from. I think there's just so many winners. He, he goes far down into the tw- even bibs in the in the twenties 
have a legitimate I mean I know everyone's got an opportunity because it's so close but there are World Cup winners starting in the in the t- up until the 20s easy I mean Schwartz is currently 20th in the World Cup standings and I know obviously he started the season injured and, and isn't himself Zenhuizen who's won a bunch of World Cups is 18th Pantro has won a bunch of stuff of World Cups is 17th Jakobsen who was leading the tour standings at one point is 13th yeah, Nats is not even in the top ten. But yeah. what on earth is going on? Like, can you imagine Jakobsen winning it? Like, I would, I would love to see that. I can easily see that because he's got to be him. He's probably up there with the quickest slalom skier. Him and Noel are probably the quickest slalom skiers. I think by now he's probably quicker than Noel. Yeah, because like, he. I'd say so too. By the by, the looks of it, he doesn't care if he doesn't finish a couple of races. Still goes for it. Yeah. What about uh, Christofferson? He's. Can't his little off. mini resurgence, as mini resurgence, isn't he? Can't write him off. Can't write him off. Never. Don't write him off. Can't write him off. Have the right setup for it. That's the question because his setup is very aggressive, and the snow—if it's even aggressive—it's uh, going to be probably too much. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's hard. You just don't know what you're going to get from him, do you? You don't know. Apart I'm going. I'm going. I'm going, fella. You know I'm he's going to get one run. Go the other way. So you're going, fella. I'm, go- I'm, I'm going, fella, just because can. Who you saying? Marcel's got Stroltz and Dave. I've got Fella. Who have you got? I'm going to go Foss. So he's been letting me down a lot recently. <laughs> All right. You tell him. Uh, <laughs> women's side, anyone going to look past Vlahova or Schifrin? I, I want to. Well, you said can look anyone past Schifrin and Vlahova. And I said, yeah, look for Lena Dur. Yeah, but she, okay. Do I need to be more specific for you? Well, be very specific, please. Do you think anybody is going to beat either Schifrin or Vlahova? I just said, do her. You actually think she's going to beat them? Yeah. Sandy Wendy, skip the World Cup oh. wins and just go for Olympic gold. Oh, that was a good one as well. <laughs> do you want another double underdog pick? God, um, <laughs> I mean, Vlahova is so dominant. I, I can't see anyone but her winning. Obviously, anyone, like there are plenty of other people that could. I, I'm really looking forward to that race. Actually, I really want to see Schifrin and Vlahova just go f- at their absolute, yeah, yeah absolute full on. Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Vlahova. Yeah, I kind of feel like I'm leaning slightly towards that way, but I really think and hope it's going to be a proper, a proper duel. And Marcel yeah. Lena Dur is going to win it. So there we go. <laughs> I might, Are you sticking I, with that, Marcel? I might have a little sneaky bet on Petty Power on a couple of results here. <laughs> are you sponsored? Are we? Are we now sponsored? Not yet, but I will be. Will be if I win all of their money. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh dear. Do, do, uh, that sort of brings us towards pretty much the end, I think. No, no, no. Come on. Let's. I mean, we've got the other two events that we don't want to talk about, uh, or that don't count, or whichever Marcel said earlier. Um, Everyone has three seconds. What's the what's the what's the format of the combined? What's the format of the combined? Downhill. Same as World Cup downhill first, but then is it the same as they did last year with the? I believe order? that is my understanding of it. Yeah. Or no, fa- fastest, fastest first, fastest goes first. Yeah, yeah. That's not well, well, the absolute opposite of reverse order. Yeah. <laughs> glad, glad, I, glad I know what I'm talking about. Uh, um, who do I think is going to win? It's like a shot in the dark, isn't it? Who knows? Stroltz. Will Odomat do that? No. 
maybe oh, if he's if he's won if he's won three if he's already won three medals yeah <laughs> he's already won downhill super g fancy i won the downhill by so much i'll probably win this overall um that would be Strolls. amazing yeah let's go i'll go Strolls. i go for Strolls as well uh marcel what what's the what's the uh inside track on pantro is he gonna do it I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I've Shrug, shoulder shrugging going shoulder on over here. They have I mean, just, you would think... They have just started training today, and that was fine. Mm. He will do... I mean, well, it was, it was more, is it part of his, like, I, I guess, the, the camp, or if they said in advance that they're not going to do it, is more where I'm going. Oh, is there no, a possibility I mean, that he'll even be in the race? If there is a fat chance. Of course he will be. I mean, this is like a discipline... You can you can like it or you can hate it, but if you're good in speed disciplines and slalom, which he is usually, it would be a big mistake not to do it. Yeah. Because you get if you get a, a gold medal in com- like in the combi, like who cares? It's a gold medal. A gold medal. It's a, it's a gold medal in the Olympics. Yeah. Exactly. Cool. Um, I'm going Pantro then. Strolls, Strolls, and Pantro then. I mean, I said Strolls only downhill. I've only said Strolls because it'd be a it'd be a fairy tale. I mean, he's starting last in the training run for a reason, I presume. But, uh, but he won't be starting last in the in the actual combine, uh, super combine. Loic Mayer, I'm switching my mid. Damn you! Is that what you're going to go for? Is he doing it? Do you think? No, I'd already said I'd already said Pantero, but Mayer's like he's been, you know, he's one of my faves. Um, <laughs> he's a home fave. All right, who's going to win this uh, women's, women's combined? Come on, women's combined is going to be Gissin. Good shout. Anybody going to say? Anybody going to say something different? Yeah. Who? Different. Do you not? Okay. Ben. Sandy Wendy. Sandy Wendy. Team event. Anyone? Anyone interested in the team event? Go on, GB. GB. <laughs> <laughs> Marcel. I mean, um, seriously, how do the Austrians care about this at all? Obviously, yeah. take what we just said in terms of a gold is a gold, but the fact that Hersher used to not disrespect it, but just be like, I'm not, no, I'm not interested. Yeah, but the, the problem is 99.9% of the people are not Hersher. So Hersher gets them somewhere else, but some people on that team will be doing anything they can to win the gold medal, which I totally understand because, as we said, it doesn't matter where you get it. Yeah. But as, as a nation, let's put it that way. Oh, yeah, big time. Of course, they or always. Do, or, 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 or they just like, what is this silly event? No, I think at the Olympic Games, they will be very focused on that. I mean, okay. I, I guess all the nations will be. I think they will be putting I think up the best races for that event. It's, it's, yeah. worth, it's worth money and it's, and it's worth, a re, you know, it's worth a result. And like you say, it's medal to medal performance. It doesn't matter if it's fifth in a combined or fifth in a team event. or. But then how, downhill. How, if the country wants it and the I, team wants it and the nation wants it, how do you then convince the stars to take it seriously like obviously austria has enough good slow. ski races anyway I think, I think it's a slow uptake because it's a slow burner I, I think i mean i don't like the format i think the format isn't very good but but you do you know what i mean though? so say take someone like schifrin or hersher in his prime when they had so many other events to focus on they didn't yeah. want to break themselves at the end of the olympics because they still got a world cup tour to go and well, try that's, and win that's pr- that's how do you convince your star to say this is really important to your country or, and to your coaches and your team and your governing body and all those kind of yeah. things. It's quite interesting in terms of it's quite an individual decision, but it's for a team event in what is, you know, effectively a very individual sport. 
Yeah, that is a that is a fair point because it's World Cup. It's a World Cup coming up, isn't there? Sort of, you know, we're not done with the World Cup, and I think that's maybe the one of the ways that you could get around it is if you if it was the last race and it was like, well, do or don't. But it's it is hard because I mean, you're right. It is an individual sport, and with those ski races aren't built for you know for teams really. I don't think. But then, yeah. if you think about it, if you, I don't know how many, it's a stupid example, but Ole Anna Björndal, he probably won like 20 Olympic medals and about 10 of them came from came from a team, you know? Like, no one cares. It's like the record-holding gold medal or medalist. It's the same with Michael Phelps. Half of his medals are from, like, a relay. Yeah. It's what, like, ones if you say, what ones if you said, if, let's say, I don't want to use Michaela Schifrin as, a, as an example, but it's probably the easiest one to get our heads around. Let's say, let's say she doesn't win a medal in the Olympics at all, then she probably does the team event. I highly doubt it. No, you don't think she steps. She don't think that that has a bearing on that decision. I don't think so. So he or she wouldn't have done the team event if he'd picked up zero medals. He did the team event once, but at the World Champs in Austria. Yeah, but the, and that's the thing. So Bjorn, like Bjorn Dahlen and Phelps, they they didn't sit out any events. They always did all of the events. Whereas it's quite a, kind of weird with with racers kind of picking and choosing what they do. It's just something that's kind of like kind of gets in my head, and it's quite fascinated by how how yeah, the teams have the discussions with the have the teams have the discussions with the racers to say that you know you're you're awesome. We need you in this. But I mean, who are the usual suspects? You know, we've had like Sweden and Norway have been pretty epic at the parallel in recent years haven't they norway switzerland italy is maybe not bad i mean yeah, yeah i guess germans the of... germans did pretty well didn't they with the, with because you only need one you only need one male and one female really to get it done so i mean in in effect the the, the austrians might be struggling a little bit on the i guess but both sides you know fellas the the most consistent gs gear they've got right now which is a bit worrying um and and the women haven't got a ton of form on their side either so they're Probably not fussed if people don't do it. Uh, I mean, it's it's just difficult, isn't it? I don't I don't know how you. It's a good question, Ben. Very good question. I don't know the answer, and I'm not sure I've got a. a I, don't, I, don't, I don't think there is one, but it's just you know, it's just an interesting topic. Um, but yeah, uh, I I don't know who would be in whose squad. I'm trying to think because it's more parallel GS rather than the old super slaloms that they used to look like. Mm. Um, so. Sweden right now with, with with Hector could be pretty pretty tough one to beat. I might yeah, yeah I might go with um Marcel's approach of I mean I think it was Marcel said Switzerland. Switzerland are pretty good at that. got a few good GS skiers. Uh uh Norway. If, Norway. You're gonna go Norway. Yeah. I think if you did that, a Swiss team it could be like Odomat, Mayard, Gizin, and Sandy Wendy could be unstoppable. Yeah, the thing is, that's why I think it should be like a relay. You know, they do that in in when they do the mixed teams in border cross, I mean, um, parallel G, in parallel GS mixed teams. It's in, done as a relay system. I think a relay system would be much better than these four individual races, one women's time and one men's time. Like, let's just, you know, you need you need a rule book. You need to work out. You know, sit down and study. You need like ten points to work out whoever who's going to be the winner. Let's just have a start. Green light, it, uh, the gate opens when it's ready for the next person to go. I don't know why we worry. If about one it. person crashes, your whole team's buggered. Yeah, I know, but that's racing, isn't it? It's part of the. No, that's, that's a, no. I, 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 I agree. You shouldn't be allowed to win with one of your racers laying on the floor. Um, but yeah. we come from a uh, relay uh, racing background. Here, so anyway, Marcel, who said? 
I say Team GB. You are going full GB. I think it's... You're going Dave, Alex, Charlie and Billy. Bringing home, bringing home the bacon. Bringing home the goats. And then they all go out and see the Queen at the end, you know? That's, that's what I would love to see. I love your <laughs> obsession with the Queen, Marcel. It's brilliant. <laughs> God bless her. Right, on, on, on that note, <laughs> I think we'll leave it there. Right, I think well, we've up enough now. Yeah, look forward to the games. At some point, we'll try and uh, bring you a more concise episode on the Olympic Games. <laughs> Until next time, bye for now.